ESPN Milwaukee's Jason Wilde is at training camp. You hear Wilde and Tausch 9 a.m. to noon on ESPN Milwaukee. It's also a simulcast in Madison. Is that right, Wilde? You guys are on in Madison too, right? And Beaver Dam as well. We're huge in Beaver Dam. Yeah, the Beav. Indeed. So, uh, Wilde, we were recently doing, we were just doing a segment on um, how sucking in your gut is bad for your health. It's not good for the organs. It's not good for your posture. It's just not good for anything. And the survey I read said that most, that was their words, most men admit to sucking in their gut. And not just when they're taking pictures, but when they're strolling around the office, when they want to look good for the ladies. Are you a, are you a stomach sucker? Oh, dude, if, if, if you saw the photos that our fans of the show were taking from across the field at practice yesterday... You would know the answer is most definitely no. I don't. <laughs> Unfortunately well, for me. Well, good. You're staying healthy. That's right. a bad thing. Oh, very healthy. Don't yeah, do I'm it. Eating, eating cheeseburgers, but I'm, but I'm not <laughs> sucking in my gut, so that's good. You got a lot of animals at the Wildy House, right? <laughs> Chasing cats and dogs and everything else you got. That, that's a lot of work. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I would love to. I am trying to get in better shape. Sean Ryan who is the Packers' third-round pick last year. Uh, I spent some time with him earlier this week. And remember, he's kind of the latest in the long line of third-round picks that haven't been very good. Last year, he played one snap all year on, like, field goal protection. Uh, Then he was popped for performance-enhancing substance in one of his supplements and was suspended for the last six games. Uh, And he has completely revamped his diet. He went to UCLA. He used to eat at In-N-Out Burger and Jack in the Box all the time. Now he's cut all that out and he's eaten much healthier, as he likes to say. I'm still fat. I'm still an offensive lineman, but I'm not as fat as I used to be. And now he's giving himself a chance to maybe make this roster and and be a key backup on the offensive line. You you, you hint at something here, Jason, that we really haven't talked to you about. And that's younger players who try like mad to sort of make their mark doing something. I remember last year it was the receiver. Romeo Dobbs was outstanding in the early going and, and sort of a darling of training camp. Is it is it too early to sort of pick out a, a player or two, a, a rookie or second-year player that has kind of raised your own eyebrows? Yeah, no one has done with Romeo what Romeo did last year. Romeo Dobbs, from the rookie minicamp to OTAs, to the mandatory minicamp, to the start of training camp. Like, he made one play a day. Like, he jumped out every single day. And, you know, I I would love to have seen what his season would have looked like last year had he not had that high ankle sprain. But, no, there's nobody that's done that. Now, uh, Jaden Reed has flashed a few times, the second-round wide receiver for Michigan State. Um, There's been a couple of moments where uh, Lucas Van Ness, you know, he threw Josiah DeGuara like five yards, uh, like it was a bad like beer commercial or something. Uh, that was impressive. But, you know, the guy that flashed yesterday is actually a second-year guy who didn't do a whole heck of a lot as a rookie, and that's Devontae Wyatt, the defensive lineman that they took with the second of their two first-round picks a year ago. But you're, you, the, the phrasing of your question, Greg, is right. It's still really early. But, no, no one has done what Romeo did last year, and that's what I think made what Romeo did – so special. I, that kind of leads me to the tight end question, right? So if for whatever reason, and I'm sure there are many, it's tough for rookie tight ends to sort of come out of the gates flying. Like, woo, that, that, the next rookie tight end who makes a, an incredible impact in the league, 
uh, might be the first in the last several years. It, it's hard, and the Packers have a couple of them. I, it's it's one of those positions I look at, Jason, and say, boy, you'd love to have that solidified for Jordan Love. What a, what a great opportunity for him to settle in uh, with a, a gifted and experienced tight end. Well, he doesn't really have that here, so I... I guess I wonder about that position and if they might go knocking on the door of Mercedes Lewis at some point. Well, I know the head coach would love for them to call Mercedes Lewis. Uh, he and Aaron Rodgers can arm wrestle for him, I guess. But, no, you're, you're exactly right. And, look, they are doing everything they can to make uh, the fast-track approach with both uh, Luke Musgrave and with uh, Tucker Kraft. Like, when they go two tight ends in their – first-team offense in, like, two-minute drills or red zone drills, those are the guys that are out there. It's not Josiah DeGuara. It's not Tyler Davis very often. So they're trying to fast-track those guys. But, again, Lucas Van Ness imposing, uh, or Luke Musgrave imposing, athletic, fast, but inexperienced. He played two games at Oregon State last year. So he, he has not done anything that's really jumped out at me to this point. Jason, you spent some good time with Jordan Love yesterday uh, outside of the laundry hamper, right? Is that where he's doing his press conferences these days? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and it's tough to get a good spot if you don't get there early. So I'm like right behind him. I'm in all these video clips. People are pointing out my receding hairline. Apparently my uh, minoxidil spray isn't working well enough. Like it's, it was not a good position for me to be in. I'd have been better off in the laundry I was going to ask if you could get in or is Red Beatty in there? <laughs> He might be. So the so Tausch's big idea, and I mentioned this while we were waiting for Jordan to start, uh, was he wants me to go inside the laundry bin and then pop out of the top like a jack-in-the-box uh, <laughs> when it's time to ask questions. Uh, um, I think I've got a pretty good rapport with Jordan, so he might get a kick out of that. At the same time, uh, there is a limit to how much of a butt of a joke I'm willing to go. And the idea of having sweaty, stinky football player pants and underwear and towels after they've showered being dropped on me while I'm waiting for Jordan to get through the laundry hamper, I'm going to have to pass. What's your, you said there's a <laughs> limit of how far you go. What's your limit? Like a hundred bucks to your favorite charity or what are we, what are we talking here? Cause well, this sounds all, awesome. I got a lot of great charities that I proudly support, but if I'm going to put myself in that position, you're giving the money to me, Tony. You're not giving it to the chair. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's like, fine. This is I was trying to set I was trying to set you up to do some philanthropic work here, but if you want the hundred bucks, maybe we'll start at fifty and let's let's yeah, let's go to, there. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have to get a lot higher. Uh I love uh feeding America Eastern Wisconsin. I love the ASPCA. I donate to a bunch of charities every month. But if I'm gonna have jock straps dropped on my head, uh, I'll I'll send them different money. You're gonna have to pay <laughs> I bet we could raise a thousand dollars. Well, to hang Jason on a second. Do, do people even wear jock straps anymore? The last guy I remember seeing wear a jock strap in the Packers locker room was Evan Dietrich Smith. That is a gr- that's a great point. Uh, it leads to my favorite story. I was just telling this the other day. Uh, Antonio Freeman is one of my all time favorite players. I covered. We had a great great working relationship. We stay in touch to this day, but. Like in the 97 or 98 season, we, we started a conversation about getting off press man jam coverage. And I asked him, you know, what are the keys to doing that? And he was in the process of disrobing from practice and getting ready to shower. So by the time he reached the point where he decided he was going to demonstrate, 
All he had left was his jock strap. So try and picture a young Jason Wilde, eager reporter, having Antonio Freeman demonstrate wearing only a jock strap. He's grabbing my shoulder. He's pulling my arm. He's pushing me in the chest. Give me all the tips to get through jam coverage. Uh, scantily clad, to say the least. Oh, that's great stuff. Jason Wilde, ESPN Milwaukee. We didn't even ask you to grade anything related to Jordan Love today. We gave you a break. Well, they had the day off, and now I get to end with that image in your head. So it's a win for everybody. That's oh, fantastic. Right. Hey, Wildy, we'll talk to you tomorrow.